0: Welcome to Davis High's radio show, Take It to the Hub. The first interview highlights the difficulties of being a gymnast in high school. The second gives a clearer picture of foreign exchange programs. Junior Raka Elsbach explains his love for gymnastics. Though most students at Davis High are actively participating in sports and extracurriculars, Junior Raka Elsbach differs. As a gymnast, his sport receives low recognition at the high school and isn't talked about as much as other sport events.
1: Um, I started gymnastics because I did like a summer camp and I thought it was really fun. And I've been doing it since I was six, so like ten years.
0: But the flips and tricks aren't as easy as they may look on TV. Elspach spends about three and a half hours working on the same tricks at practice.
1: Um, For gymnastics, we practice with the whole team and we practice um, three and a half hours a day. And I do it three days a week.
0: Elspach stresses the difficulty of the sport. Often he finds himself coming home with stacks of homework and minimal time left to complete it.
1: Gymnastics is harder than a lot of sports because you have to, like, practice a lot. You can't just do it for, like, two hours a day. And you need to practice, like, moves over and over again. You don't, there's not, like... I mean, there's a lot of repetition.
0: Gymnastics may sound like a rather individual sport where one would go to the gym and practice their own routine, but Elsbach is constantly working with his coach to improve his tricks.
1: Um, I really like some events like high bar and vault, but um, yeah, and sometimes we get to do trampolining games, and those are really fun, and the team is really good. We're all really close.
0: Elsbach will always share a passion for gymnastics. He's not sure if he will continue with gymnastics for college, but plans on remembering a few tricks.
1: Um, I'm definitely going to hold on to my standing backflip because it's a really cool party trick.
0: For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Dana Changizi. Junior Jonathan Lovely is prepping for the trip of a lifetime. Listen to find out more. Many people dream of the opportunity to travel the world and live in another country. But for Junior Jonathan Lovely, this dream is a soon to be reality. Lovely's family has, on multiple occasions, hosted what is known as No Pair. No Pair is someone who comes from another country to stay for free in someone's home as a live in babysitter.
2: Yeah, we've been doing it for a long time, and then uh, we got Paul. His name's Paul. He came two and a half years ago and he stayed with us for um, a year and a half and then we got his brother for the next year so we knew them really well and their family came out to visit and one time they came out to visit and they said, hey if you ever want to come to Germany like you can live with us, it would be totally fine. You took our boys, now we'll take you. And so we are like, okay cool, we took him up on the offer. And then...
0: Lovely will be attending school there, despite the fact that he is only conversational in German. He will use a rail pass to travel around the country on the weekends.
2: I'm going to school there for five months. I think I leave in at the end of January, and I'm going to be going to a German school um, with German students. It's not; it's all in German. There's no English or anything.
0: Lovely is fifty-fifty between nervous and excited for his trip. He understands it will be very different, but he is excited to learn more about the German culture.
2: Yeah, I re- I'm really into social science and language. I think that stuff's really cool, really interesting to me, and. Um, Germany is a cool country, and I learned so much about it. And um, I just thought it was really cool. I had connections there, and I thought it was just an opportunity that I won't have ever again. I just wanted to take it while I had it.
0: For KDRT's Dirt on Davis, this is Tara Nickmara. Stay tuned for the sports podcast hosted by Senior Owen Yanker and Senior Will Bodendorfer.
3: Take it
4: Hello and welcome to episode four of Take It to the Hub, Mm -hmm. Davis Senior High School's number one sports podcast. This is your host, Owen Yanker, joined as always by Will Bodendorfer. Unfortunately, Dylan Lee is missing in action. He's
5: MIA. We don't
4: know where he's at, but we've got stud Baseball player, Eaton Tuttle along and here with
5: us. And hub reporter. Yeah. Young upcomer in the hub world.
4: How you doing, Eaton?
3: I'm excited to be here. I'm going to have some fun. First time on taking to the hub. Let's go!
4: Yeah. So it's it's going to be a fun one today. So we're going to hop right in. We're going to do a rapid fire high school fall sports wrap up for DHS sports right now. So we're going to start with So Will. we'll
5: go water polo first. Uh, obviously, the playoffs are going on right now. Right. And you got a very young team. So, Owen, what are your impressions from this year's water polo team? Well, I
4: believe... Either tonight or tomorrow night, they are playing Jesuit. Yeah. In the yeah. in the is it the semifinals? Yeah. Of I don't sections? think the
5: sections are Saturday. Yeah.
4: So they they beat Jesuit before I think handily a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a pretty easy semifinal for them. They've just got to move on past this, and then I think it's, it's the final is really what they have to worry yeah. about. Yeah.
5: And um, we talk about the young team. I think they have two seniors. Right. Not and one Brady. of them, Brady Corcoran, has never his first year playing. Never water played polo. water polo. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's very impressive considering we've had teams in the past. Um, I think last year we had a team full of seniors. Very and we senior, able to it, yeah. beat Jesuit. Uh, so it speaks a lot to this those two seniors and the other young players that are, you know, stepping up.
4: Right. It's, it's impressive that they lost that many seniors. A lot of those guys did go D1. Yeah. And they can yeah. still perform at the same level yeah. they were performing exactly. at. So that really speaks to the team.
3: Well, they still got that stud in Cameron, right? Mm-hmm. He's anchoring that team very yeah. well.
4: Yeah. He is. Uh he's he's a sharpshooter. I'm predicting against Jesuit he's gonna have a double hat trick. Ooh. So, you can hold me to that? I'm gonna take at least one uh like spin goal from him. Ooh, at would, least one. That would be nifty.
3: I'm saying he gets all the way his knees out of the water. Oh,
5: like he just jumped. jump
3: jump with water. That would out be impressive,
4: impressive. like levitates. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Wow. Okay, okay. so now we'll move stories. on to our next sport. Uh the football. Finish the season three and seven. All Obviously right. Owen, you played on the team this year, mm-hmm. so uh what are your impressions of that record? I mean, I
4: don't think the record is a good uh, representation of how much we improved from mm-hmm. from this year, from last year. Um, it's only one more win, obviously. But, I mean, the team chemistry was off the charts this year. We had a lot of fun, and the games were a lot closer this year than they were last year. I, I remember having a lot of like, yeah. 60, 70-point argument no, and I think
5: that's a really good indicator of how your team is. is. If you get blown out or you're blowing other teams out, that means you're either really good or you're really bad. When you're losing close games like this, um, I think, you know, look at this record, 3-7, and seven, you know, and from, you know, just from a standout, you know, you're like, oh, that team's not very good. But Pleasant Grove, that's a seven-point loss. Right. Uh, one where you had, you know, a drive, a chance to win at the end. Uh, Monarch Trail, a good Monarch Trail team, a seven-point loss again. So, I mean, 5-5 five five right there. Uh, played competitive against Grant, which I can't remember the last time Davis has done that. Yeah. We're down set, we had a lead in the first quarter, down seven at halftime. So that's got to be a first. And then, I mean, if you look at the future of this team, we have uh, a couple D1, you know, high-end D1, like Pac-12 recruits. Definitely. Which is, you know, we've had, you know, standouts before at Davis, but, you know, recently that's been kind of an anomaly. Yeah, um, it happening. And so I think this year, like you said, even though, you know, the record isn't impressive by itself, I think this is going to be, you know, a pinpoint of the turning around of Davis football because you have those young guys who got a chance to play this year who, you know, are going to be able to kind of take this... Uh,
4: take his team to the next level. I, I, I completely agree. Our coach, our coach was, he's pretty good friends with some of the other coaches of the teams in our league, and after almost every single game this season, the one thing that he would repeat to us was that the um, the visitor's coach would be telling us at home games that they weren't expecting what we we yeah. put, yeah, put yeah. forward. So, yeah, it's definitely a turning point. Eaton?
5: Can you
3: talk a little bit about Coach Wiley's impact, like, in molding this new team? I mean, it, also
5: his sweet Southern accent, right? <laughs> he's he's yeah. with that.
4: <laughs> Coach Wiley, um, his his big thing this year was, like you said, it's it's we need to turn the program around. Mm-hmm. We were, I mean, I don't want to yeah. say we were a bad program, but we were kind of in, a, in the dark yeah, ages yeah, last yeah, yeah. year. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a push for the playoffs this year, and, I mean, we came close. If we had had another win, it would have been a coin flip to get into the playoffs. Also,
5: so. like, injuries. I mean, it it was insane. I mean, we had Cole Morse go down early in the year. Right. Uh, Michael like, Goodison Michael center. Goodison center. Nick Amo was out a couple games. Um, I mean the list goes... Uh, um, Ethan Brig. Yeah, Brighouse. house I mean there's I'm sure there's a dozen more missing, but uh not only guys that we missed for the season, but guys that missed, you know, solid chunk of games where if this team's healthy, I think it's an easy playoff.
4: I mean, yeah, it was it was definitely tough. Guys had to step in and play positions that they'd never played before. Guys were playing offense that had never played offense mm. before. I mean it was it was yeah. it was a weird situation. But I mean guys did their jobs, and we still were close. So. Also, I'd
5: like to mention Owen did have a punt in the final game of the season. Coffin' corner, basically landed <laughs> the five, if I'm not correct. So that, that's, uh, on the season, what are you, one for two inside the 20? I, 50%? It's,
3: yeah, yeah, I think so. There you go. got <laughs> babe. Look at you, too. UCD. He yeah. still hasn't
5: got an offer, so just think about it. I'm waiting for your call, Ron Goulds. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So now we'll move on to the soccer team, which lost in the first round of the playoffs this year. Again, another young team at DHS, uh, only a couple seniors. So, uh, Owen, what do you think? Um,
4: yeah, once again, yeah, young team. Um. They did lose a lot of guys last year. Yeah. I think that the team chemistry was better this year, though. That's yeah. just from observing, but... um. Yeah, I think so. There were, they they just seemed to play more like a team this no, year. It wasn't one on one.
5: Yeah, points last year where like, you could tell just on the field some guys, you know, personalities were clashing and stuff, which you didn't see this this year. But I think just plain and simple, we didn't have the same talent. We, you, I mean, you had right. DJ leaving, Joe Raynor leaving, and then you had some guys like Francis, uh, Mateo. Giovanni, Matteo that did the academy thing. So the, the push a ref squad, right? <laughs> yeah. Squad. <laughs> um, so yeah, those guys. I mean. Uh, definitely just the very, very talented players. And when you lose all that talent, it's going to be tough to rebound. And I think the fact that they still got to the playoffs, pretty impressive for this team. Right, yeah.
3: Whenever I saw them play, it seemed like they were playing with a lot of heart. Like, they wanted it more yeah. than mm. in past years.
5: Yeah. Okay. Uh, now the golf team. Right, and golf. I know. I, I've <laughs> Owen's
4: got something to say. It about was, this. It was nice enough. I got to go out to a few um, home golf tournaments this year at uh, <coughs> El Macero Country Club in Davis. Yeah. And I got to watch some of the... Ladies swing at it. Um, I was really impressed by. There's a girl. I believe she's a sophomore. Her name is Mary Dean, and God can that girl play mm-hmm. golf? She was shooting like under 80. Wow. On didn't, didn't matter the course. I've mean, I played golf a couple times um, at Muni,
5: uh, one of the fine establishments. I think it's like <laughs> near Pebble Beach. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's, right it's definitely close. Um, it's tough, man. It's really tough. It is. Uh, you know, it's one of those sports where I think you just gotta kind of work at it in practice, and no one's going to get it down the first time. At least that's what I told myself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I think we're always, you know, pretty uh, – you know, every year we got a pretty good golf team. I know we have guys this year that are, uh, like Sam Yamaguchi mm-hmm. on the men's side, Sam Yamaguchi, Andrew Arnheider, that are both uh, looking to play in college. I think they might be. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's impressive in itself. But, yeah, I think, uh, again, talking about kind of a theme, this whole – wrap-up has been you know these young teams mm-hmm. you know outperforming their age and again you got a sophomore in marie dean who's you know ready to make an impact yeah so
3: that's it. it'll be exciting to watch her in the future it yeah, will stud watch there you, go. Watch. It there you will. go yeah
5: maybe we should, yeah we'll have a little thing section in the
4: hub or something you know? yeah something. You never know. all right so that's gonna wrap up our fall sports wrap-up right. so now we're gonna move on to our next topic which is winter sports which are starting up mm-hmm. so Will, I know you are on the basketball team. Yeah. So talk to us basketball. a little, little bit about <coughs> the tryout process. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure we're in tryouts right now. We had
5: 30-something guys come out, which is probably the most ever. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's just a good stuff for the program. Um, but you talk about, you know, young teams uh, playing well. That was kind of us last year. We had a lot of young guys. I think this year, I mean, depending, G's going to take 16 guys. Mm-hmm. So obviously we don't know who's on the team yet. But you're going to be looking from anywhere from 10 to 12 seniors probably in that number, you know. Which is a lot, considering last year we had four, we had five, I think. Wow. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, as far one as the of them league,
3: was Dylan Klein, and he counts for two seasons. Yeah, Dylan, uh,
5: if he could come back, man, if we could redshirt somebody, Dylan Klein would be the one. <laughs> but um, shout out to Dylan, I'm sure he's listening to this over in San Diego. Uh, but yeah, I think you know this. We're definitely going to make an impact this year. Uh, if we don't make the playoffs, I think that'll be a disappointment for sure because that's that's always the goal. But I think this year that's. Especially a fair goal for us to have, right? Um, and you know, you look at the league. Usually, our league is you know stock full of great teams, and it's not it's not this year. Just that I think we're at, you know more in the middle of the pack than we've been before. I mean, obviously, Sheldon uh, is a very good team. They have a chance to win states. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though we could upset them, but after Sheldon, it kind of there's kind of a steep drop off. You got Jesuit, uh, probably not as strong as they've been in the past. Pleasant Grove lost Marquise Chris. You know, six eight guy. He went to Washington. Um, he was yeah. a star of their team. He could
4: look yeah. like a madman. Exactly.
5: That could, oh wow. Um... I actually stole the ball from him one time, so that's, you know, that's going in the... Wow. The memory, wow yeah, once he's playing though. in the NBA. He can may have dunked on me a couple of times, but I don't you, talk about can it. Can you put <laughs> that on your resume? I think I can. I have a picture of me, like, boxing him out, and I'm wow. I, I'm at his hip. That's I'm like... My head is at his hip. I, I, I that's, can't. like,
4: something I'd expect to see, like, signed in an Applebee's. Yeah. No. You, <laughs> that's <laughs> well, I, you, you know, you know, I, you know, I, you know I, what I'm talking about? Those, yeah, like, yeah, black yeah, yeah. and white photos? You could totally do that I could totally... Okay, I'll hit up Applebee's after. Yeah, that'd be cool.
5: But, yeah, I think... I think we should have a chance to make playoffs. The, the teams in our conference are, you know, it's a tough conference as always, but we're at the level now where we can compete with those teams. And this is, you know, a group of guys that's been playing together from, you know, seventh, eighth grade travel ball yeah. uh, and kind of come up through the Davis system. We've been playing. We're, I think, one of the first teams that's had the system in high school, you know, mm-hmm. been around it the whole time since so it's relatively new. So, yeah, I mean.
4: The time is now.
5: The time is now. I feel, I'm feeling it. We got a lot of seniors, you know, if, if not now, when?
3: You know, let's yeah. do it. All right, Eden,
4: yeah. what is your prediction for the men's basketball team this year?
3: Ooh. I'm going above 500. Okay. Yeah. Above 500. All kind right. of
4: disappointed to say undefeated, but. You well, know.
3: well, it depends on how much <laughs> they give Will Bodendorf for the That's, There we that go.
4: That is very true. That could determine a lot. So, yeah. next, we're going to move on to something close to me women's basketball. There we go, yeah. If you don't know, I am the self proclaimed number one no, Davis High. I think it's. Davis it's High women's it's basketball. It's generally accepted oh. around the world. Okay. Um, <laughs> So obviously they won the Delta League title last year, um, easily. Yeah, got um, through a few playoff rounds. Uh, that
5: great game at um, who was it? here? We played. Uh, I forget the th- Lincoln. Was it Lincoln? Lincoln was that the overtime game? Yeah, overtime yeah. game. We crazy. won in Davis. Some crazy
4: yeah. endings. They lost some seniors. Um, Emma Stens, <coughs> aka Dunkatron. Dunkatron. Um, Caitlin Mazzolini and uh, Katie Grant. So those yeah. are th- three Solid. starters. Yeah. Big three there. But I mean, people are people are going to step up. Um, there's obviously uh, returning starters uh, Kelsey Forrester and Anna Bolinas. They're backcourt. there. Yeah. that's
5: always going to be important to have you know a backcourt that. Yeah. yeah Even though there's uh, uh, Anna's a senior, is Forrester a sophomore now? Sophomore. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Sophomore. Even though she's young, I mean she's can, you can consider her a veteran. I mean she played, mm-hmm. she started pretty much all of last year, so she's got the experience.
4: And then we've also got um, returning post players. We got Rachel Allison down mm-hmm. there, and then we have um, Alyssa Langtat. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. I call Dunkatron 2.0. I can see that. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, in the making,
5: she got to live up to the namesake.
4: But. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that much different from last year. We lost some some uh, older players, but so did every other team in the league. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be that much different.
5: Um, and I think one of the big, I mean, the team we lost to in the playoffs last year, McClatchy, went on to be, went on to win went on to win states. states yeah. Um, so. But they're going to be good as well. I know they have some returning players, so that'll be, you know, that's my prediction. I think we meet McClatchy again because yeah. I think this team's just as talented as they were last year. Uh, I think we'll make it look a run, Eden. What are you? I'm thoughts? right there with you. Yeah, huh? yeah. Maybe
3: overtake McClatchy this year. There we go. Some Blue Devil pride. So, get a dunk so, in a game.
4: So yeah, if you're in Davis, get out to the women's basketball games because that to the it is. It is a, you
3: know, in a The small cage. Gym. Yeah. The
4: cage gets hopping at night. Uh-huh. I'll tell you that.
3: Yeah, that's where you want to be in Davis. It is. It's a place to be.
4: All right. So now we're going to move on to professional sports. We're going to start out with the 49ers who made a switch at quarterback mm-hmm. this past weekend. Oh, so yeah. So, Will, yeah. talk to us I, about that. I
5: was actually at the game, and I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I went with my uncle, and he told me... Obviously, me seeing Blaine Gabbert starting, I'm not the biggest Blaine Gabbert fan. So, the week leading into this, I thought, you know, this is a horrible idea. I don't even know where I'm going. My uncle told me he wanted to go early to watch Blaine Gabbert warm up, which is a laughable... I thought he was making a joke. Wow. But he was serious. <laughs> <laughs> so, we get there. Um, and I don't know. My... What I thought, what you know, my prediction, not my prediction, what I think, my explanation of how he played that well, mm-hmm. I mean, he did have two picks, but he was, you know, thrown it on the money. One of those picks was a deflection that should have been caught, so basically one pick. The problem, the Atlanta Falcons' worst part of their defense is their pass rush, mm-hmm. and that's where we're the weakest is our offensive line. Um... You know we have we have good skill players, but we didn't that game because they're all out. So I mean, Sean Drawn, I don't even he went to. I had to look him yeah. up on my phone middle of the game is to that, find out who he was. Is not a real he person? Put, he's a real person. I thought he was like one of those Madden creative players. I've seen them with just no, the, yeah, the yeah. Silhouette where he like doesn't show their face. Yeah, yeah. Those no, guys. he's real. He's really he's pretty good at football too. Um, so him, I mean, the I you know they weren't getting great pass rush, and our offensive line was able to hold it together for probably the first time this year which is definitely helping Blaine Gabbert. But, A, he made some great, you know, runs. I didn't know he was that athletic. Um, great throws on the run. Kind of set up the run game with Sean Duran. Uh, it was it was something to see. And then there was this weird moment where Cap where, where Gabbert got hit in the head and had to come out for a play. Mm-hmm. And Kaepernick came in. Ooh. And, like, half mm-hmm. the crowd was, like, cheering. And half, like, didn't know. Like, nobody knew what to do, if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Wow. Um, so that was fun. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I definitely don't think this is going to – uh, stay like this. I think this is this is probably a one-trick pony for Gabbert. Um, he was a first-round pick, but I have my own thoughts about that. I'm pretty sure that was just made by ESPN. He was <laughs> made up by them to make it seem like there was a quarterback controversy. So you think, think
4: the Niners just got the better, better of the bad this weekend? Pretty much.
5: Yeah. Um, we play the Seahawks this week, which will be a test, especially wow. with that D-line, because yeah. we faced one of the worst pass rushes. Now we're playing the Seahawks, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think Blaine Gabbert's supposed to start again, so yeah. We'll see, and if you get a chance to watch him, go early and warm up because you know it's a good luck, good luck charm. Yeah. All right, Eden.
4: What do you think about you're the NFL. I
5: don't know, Do you have any other NFL thoughts? Yeah.
3: Well, uh, Cam Newton and the Panthers staying undefeated against the Packers. Yes,
5: they did. It's impressive. But
3: they have been able to squeak by in these mm-hmm. last two weeks. So I don't know how long that's going to continue. Well,
5: but I think that's part of you know being undefeated is you're not going to win every game right. by forty. You're going to have to pull out those games that maybe like that, that Colts game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a game they should win. Um, but you're gonna have you're gonna you know play down to your opponent every once in a while, so you have to be able to play. Another thing I will say: Cam Newton and Blaine Gabbert drafted the same year. Who knows? Maybe the Ooh. Niners got the steal of that draft. Okay, little, little match, that's little all little I'm saying. I heard, yeah, there's a guy behind me like Cam Newton. Who you know, this Blaine Gabbert guy. He's he's the real deal. No, I'm kidding. He's not. good uh, I don't know. Fun to watch at least. Uh, and then the other thing in the NFL that I think we can kind of talk about is just the injuries this year have been. Yeah. I think you know numbers wise, it's been the same amount, but I think we're seeing it to so many star players. Right, there's uh, quarterbacks
4: out. There's Tony Romo in Dallas. Yeah, there's
5: uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, in there's Pittsburgh. There's a lot of um, running backs yeah. with
4: ACL tears. Yeah,
5: I think the all ACL team this year is <laughs> Super Bowl contention. I mean, they, they don't have a quarterback yet, but um, I mean, yeah, it's been crazy, and I think you I know mean, I don't really think there's really much the NFL can do. It's probably a product of you know guys hitting low now because right. of the you know, the penalties they get when they hit high, but, I mean, if this is this is what the NFL obviously wants because we don't want concussions. This is kind of,
4: you know, what you get. Right, right. and there's, there's a lot of teams trending towards the less passing game now, so okay. these guys are, they're workhorses, but, yeah. I mean, they're, just, they're getting overused and it's showing on their bodies. Uh-huh, definitely,
3: yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, I mean, you, you're going to see, I, I think the running back committee, by committee is something relatively new, but we're going to be seeing a lot more of it, especially with, you know, all these injuries. Uh, the Niners themselves have a strong trio: of Sean Dron, Pierre Thomas, and one lucky fan. Wow, yeah, that, that's a running back one trio. One lucky fan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're just going to. Did with we that, see an appearance that, is that, is that, of a DHS, a DHS punter? DHS punter. If you go to a game, I'm sure they'll just you come in your pads ready wow. to go.
4: I mean, I'm considering it now. Yeah,
3: Brad
5: Pinion's not a bad punter though. You might have. To, you don't think you well, to let, let me?
4: To I game. mean, Bradley Pinion, at least from my friends in the Davis area, they've, <coughs> they've been giving him a tough time. That guy gets hang time. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, yeah, like, his punts are only 35 yards, but no one returns them. It's a solid 35. It's a solid 35. It is. No, that was one of my... He was... He... he,
5: For some reason at the game, that's what he usually does. Punts at 35 and high, and then they don't have a chance. For some reason...
4: People are just bittersweet about the loss of Andy Lee. People were attached to Andy Lee. What a legend. I miss that guy. You gotta face it. He's gone, and you got a new guy. However... And and he's doing his, his job. I was
5: at the game, and he... He did this, instead, you know, we talked about what he usually does, punch it really high in 35 yards. He was doing, like, line drives, line drive and they points. were able to return it. And I'm just, I'm sitting there watching, like,
4: I know Owen can do better stick than this. Stick to the script. I know Owen can do better there's, than this. There's a reason I don't like rugby punting and, 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 and over-end punting. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You got to stick to what's good. That's right.
3: Quick, before we move on, who is the better, like, Afro at this stage? Russell Wilson or Colin Kaepernick?
5: Uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick's is very unkempt. I think he he looks like he like is
4: looks like somebody just lost. you know what I mean which is weird because he he has a lot of time to maintain it on the sideline
5: and yeah that's I true. expect
3: more out of Colin Kaepernick with his hair. both I, on I the do. field and yeah with it's the hair. just
5: it's poorly done uh, Russell Wilson's you know it's not it's not bad you know I'll give him that uh, you know it's the worst it's the lesser of two evils I think mm-hmm. when it comes neither of these haircuts are good I'd have to agree with it. that yeah I think Russell Wilson just should just go for like the full Jerry curl Ooh. I, think Ooh, I, I think that needs think that to be brought work. back. That would be um, awesome, or possibly the Jeremy Lin haircut we talked about last, right? Time, last the, the, the podcast spilled
4: noodles. Yes, or the, 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 the
5: cheese head guy, the, the toy yeah. trolls. Oh, the string, yeah, the string cheese, string cheese guy. I think do that you, would do be. Do you know if he got he got that contract? I don't know. yet. I sure he hasn't listened to us, oh. but maybe if he does, maybe you put the spikes through the holes in the helmet. Yeah, I don't know.
4: That'd be cool. It's something to see a little like halftime snap. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. That would be very cool. All right, so now our final subject. We're gonna talk about the NBA season. First time we talked the season had not started yet we're about eight games into the season yeah. we'll talk about the Warriors
5: yeah um obviously just first impression so far uh with Steve Kerr out you know I think we expect a little bit of a bumpy road but we've kind of picked up where he left off 8-0 undefeated and we've been beating good teams pretty handily I mean the Clippers game was close um we were down we had to come back but I mean no one's gonna win eight easy games in the NBA especially in the Western Conference. Um, so with you know Luke Walton coaching, I think there was a chance for us to kind of slip up, but they kept it up. They, I won't, you know, I would almost say look better than they did last year. Yeah. Even you know Bogut's out right now, so that's definitely hurt the second union a little bit because is easily has to start, mm-hmm. and we don't really have that rim protector in the second unit. But I think once Bogut comes back, I really, I mean the Spurs look good. Uh, the Clippers gave us a run for our money, but I think in a seven game series, I think we beat the the Clippers.
4: Yeah. So Eaton, can the Splash Brothers be stopped? No, no,
5: they no, cannot. no.
3: They no. Cannot.
5: Yeah, Clay's not been playing amazing, but I think he's just gonna get into the swing of things. And Curry's been.
3: Is it possible that Steph Curry got even better? I,
5: yeah, he might be. There was I was watching the game and I thought for a second that maybe we've made our hoops bigger at Oracle. Wow. That's the only reasonable explanation. Wow. He can't like he just keeps he can shoot anywhere. It doesn't he, make sense.
4: He's a machine.
5: And yeah, I it doesn't make sense. And he's so good off the dribble. You know, there's a lot of good shooters, but you know they need there's like Kawhi. Any right there. Curry can make his own shot and still
4: make the three. Right. Eaton, are you a Sacramento Kings fan?
3: Uh, sadly, yes. Oh, He doesn't
4: want to admit it. That's yeah. okay. That's One right. in
3: seven. I, I've seen some better years.
4: Yeah. Well,
5: okay. Coming in this year, a lot of hoopla. People thought they are going to be really good. Right. This
3: is one of the most talented teams they've had. In talented,
5: one. yes. Chemistry-wise,
3: <laughs> not so much. One in seven,
5: I don't think is a good representation of how good they can be obviously
3: and they have played hard in some of those games they played classes. hard
5: yeah. uh, they had gave the warriors a
3: run for their money probably night.
5: one of the worst basketball games i've ever seen that game between the warriors that was absolutely atrocious <laughs> yeah they had a lot Steph of, turn- a lot of turn- turnovers and yeah uh, cousins been out though so Cousin i mean, yeah. that's yeah. that's the center of the team and i think we kind of knew coming in especially with the like guys like rondo right who've been you know team cancers in the past mm-hmm. we knew that you know it was going to be a rough road i don't think anyone expected 1 and 7 necessarily uh-huh. um and the problem with this is that once you're in the West, if you you know kind of dig yourself in the hole, it's really hard to get out of it just because every team's so competitive. So if they're gonna make the playoffs, which again we I would say that they have the talent to do so, they're gonna need to start winning like pretty soon. I think Cousins needs to get back right. in the lineup so, so, in the next so the, two weeks. So the big
4: the big news yesterday was after their I think they had an over 15, 20 point loss to the Spurs yeah. yesterday. Cousins uh, when talking to the media after the game, I'm not sure if he played or not, but he. He said he was calling a players-only meeting. Ooh. So I think that that kind of shows... I mean, I mean, there's definitely stuff going on inside uh-huh. the club, but, I mean, that shows how Cousins has grown versus yeah, versus last year or two years ago. He just would have been hitting guys in the locker room, and you would have heard about a locker room <laughs> altercation. Yeah. So obviously, I mean, th- then again, he could just be beating them up in the players-only meeting, <laughs> but we don't know that. So, well, I mean, he's, he's grown yeah, a, yeah. a little bit, if anything. And um, I think...
5: It'll be kind of interesting to see if this season does go down the drain, and you know they, let's say they just get, you know, don't even come close to making the playoffs. Right. Rondo's on a one-year contract, mm-hmm. and if they play bad, I doubt he stays. Cousins is what 27. He's still he's still coming. He's young, young but he's in it. He's about to enter his prime. Right. If this year doesn't work out, yeah, we got a little, lot of oh, aging stars. Wouldn't not be surprised if they all would, shipped out. If yeah. they shipped out, and then you got, or if they stay and just aren't or are shell of themselves. True. Do you trade cousins for and rebuild? or
4: I mean, this is a—he's
5: a—I wouldn't say a once-in-a-generation talent, but a player you can certainly
4: build a team franchise around. Play. I'd say franchise I'd, player. I'd say that they've had the time to build a franchise around him, and they haven't used it well. Yeah, and I think it's a, I, if, and, I mean, if it doesn't work this year, or maybe next year, if you're willing to let it go that much longer, you've got to start over because it didn't work this time. Well,
5: and now. I think they, it's not for a lack of try I And mean, they did draft Nick Stauskas, right. all that those Macklemore.